This is Bigger Questions with your host, Robert Martin. Welcome to Bigger Questions, recorded live in the city of Melbourne. Today's big question, where can I find joy? We're asking this question today to Sylvie Palladino. Sylvie is one of Australia's most versatile and talented entertainers. She's performed in musicals and concerts all over the world. She's sung at Grand Finals, the Boxing Day Test, V8 Supercar Championships, and is also a regular performer at Carols by Candlelight each year. And she joins me now. Please welcome Sylvie Palladino. Sylvie, welcome to Bigger Questions. Good to be here. And you sung at Grand Finals, the V8 Supercars and mm-hmm. Carols by Candlelight. Do you get nervous yes. before a performance? Absolutely. I think if I didn't get nervous, it would be time to retire. Okay, right. Um, yeah. I do get nervous. I suppose after 32 years of doing this, um, you learn how to channel your nerves so they help you rather than, you know, Hinder ruin you. your right. performance. Okay, so do you ever worry that when you open your mouth that you're going to cough or get the wrong note or something? Um, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I worry that I might, you know, fluff the note perhaps right. or, yeah, forget right. my words or so something like that. what goes like through that. your mind when you're about to sing that first first note of a song? I suppose I just try to calm my nerves. I've learnt to breathe. Okay, I think good. when we get <laughs> nervous we hold our breath and uh, through experience I've learned to sort of exhale that breath and trust that I'm there for for a reason. Right, okay, excellent. Anyway, I hope you're not too nervous now that you're breathing No, out. I'm good. I'm okay. Good. <laughs> That's a relief. Well, to kick off bigger questions, we like to ask a couple of smaller questions. We do try to have a bit of fun on the show. Today we're asking Sylvie Palladino about joy. So, Sylvie, I thought I'd test you on how mm. much you know about joy. Now, is that going to be a challenge for you, do you think? I don't think so. Okay. I think I'm a pretty joyous person. Good, that's good. Okay, well, there's two questions, yep. both multiple choice. Yeah. Question one. A blog post on the Huffington Post detailed 40 ways to find joy in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Which one of the following methods was not on their list of 40 ways to find joy? Okay. Was it A, sing out loud? Was it B, dress up in costume for no reason? Was it C, pay a compliment to a total stranger? Or D, take a trip to the casino and put everything on black? Oh, I think it'd be uh, D, the casino. <laughs> yeah, these are, well, you're right. It is oh, actually, good. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So you don't think that going to the casino would be a source of joy? Uh, not for me, no. Okay, right, Maybe okay. for others. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're doing well. Good. Okay, question two. I feel like I'm back at school. I left <laughs> at 15. <laughs> question two. What, going to the casino was that part of your school experience? No, <laughs> no, no. no, no. <laughs> okay. Question two. Yes. The Christmas Carol Joy to the World is one of the world's most popular Christmas carols. Okay. What was the inspiration for Isaac Watts in writing it? Was it A, a walk through the English countryside? B, a trip to Buckingham Palace to see the king? C, the book of Psalms in the Old Testament of the Bible? Or D, a trip to the casino where he'd put everything on black? I'd have to say uh, C, perhaps. So perhaps. It's not perhaps. It is. Oh, it's, there you <laughs> go. That's right. So, Sylvie, be joyful. You passed. Oh, two of our two smaller questions. I finally passed the test. <laughs> That's right. Big round of applause. <laughs> so, Sylvie, according to the Huffington Post, singing mm-hmm. out loud is a way to find joy in everyday life. So, is that true for you? Do you get joy by singing out loud, even on big stages? I definitely um, get joy. I think uh, for me it's um, more than just joy. It's part of who I am. And right, so yeah. uh, when I'm doing it, it feels quite natural. Yes. And I feel like I have a purpose when I do it. And right. that brings me joy. So the purpose brings you more joy than perhaps than the singing? 
Uh, I think so. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Even though I love to sing. I mean, I sing in the car. There's no purpose in that, <laughs> I suppose. Um, what do you sing in the car? Oh, I sing along to all the hits. I'm, I'm quite hip, you know. <laughs> right. you know all the stuff on the radio these right. days. Okay, yeah. excellent. Yeah. yeah. So when was it that you realised that you could sing though? Uh, when I was roughly around eight and a half, nine years old. So my mother's side of the family are quite naturally musical and my aunties would play the guitar and sing and harmonise together and we as kids would sort of sit and listen to them and at Christmas time we would sing carols and it was through that that an uncle mentioned to my mother that I had a nice voice and that maybe I should look at having some singing lessons, which I did at the age of nine and, yeah. and that's where it all started. So did you enjoy it then? Oh, it, absolutely. It, it well, I was going to say it was just for the love of it. Right. Uh, there was no idea of ever doing this as a job. It was just purely because I enjoyed it and I was good at it. Yeah. So um, when did you start thinking it could become a job for you? Uh, that only happened when I joined um, a competition, uh, Young Talent Time. For those of you old enough to know about Young I, Talent Time, I used Time. to watch Young Talent Time. Oh, me Time. too. Yeah, <laughs> I used to love it. Yeah, yeah it was uh, a thing to do on a Saturday night, right? Um, so I, I was a contestant on the show when yeah. I was fourteen. How was that experience as a 14-year-old? Uh, pretty scary. Yeah? Pretty scary. Uh, I had never... I'd gone into competitions over the years from the age of nine through to that time and I'd never won anything. Mm -hmm. um, and I went on to this competition sort of put in by a friend of mine and... Um, so yeah, you watched, I, the, you watched the show but never thought that you perhaps could be on it Yeah, someday. I just enjoyed, you know, what they were doing but never thought I'd be there. So um, I was a contestant and I won my heat and I went through to the grand final and it was from that grand final um, in 1986... I'm so old. <laughs> 1986 that I then realised that maybe I could... I was going to be a hairdresser. Um, you no. know, I left school at 15, so I had no ideas of grandeur. And we're a immigrant family yeah. um, that came to Australia in the 50s. So we had no idea of, you know, the possibility of me becoming a singer. That seemed just too way out there yeah. as a thought. Yeah. But it was through that competition that I then thought, well, maybe, you know, I could try this. And so I did. And uh, 32 years later, here I am. Here you are. Yeah, yeah. So what was uh, steps along the way? Like what, you, you had a big break at yeah, some point. Yeah, so through that grand final, I won that grand final and that became, for me, the springboard to go into other things, concerts. Um, so in 1987 was my first professional gig and that was the Australia Day concert at the Palais Theatre here in Melbourne. Um, that was with people like Kylie Minogue and uh, Ricky May who at the time was was massive and you know all the local talent. So I was sort of the up and coming right, yeah. singer and um, Carols by Candlelight started then back when I was just 16 I did my first Carols by Candlelight and concerts, corporate work around Australia. Uh, I left school, as I said, and I just thought, yep, this is going to be great. And then musical theatre sort of came out of that. Very unexpected, not something I had planned for my life, but very um, happy that that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So has your career brought you joy then in the things that you've oh, sung and done? most definitely. It's also brought me a lot of stress, a lot of... <laughs> yeah. um, uh, anxiety. Um, it's a frustrating industry to be part of. Because it's not a straightforward industry no. to be a part of, I suppose, is it? No, it's um, there's a lot of competition. Uh, it's also based on 
me, I'm the product. And so uh, when someone criticises the product, they're criticising me, it's very hard to... To, to separate those yeah, two. Well, you said it was, it was connected two. to kind of who you are in many yeah, ways. So, yeah, yeah. So, so Sylvia's got a lousy voice and yeah. a lousy stage presence. You yeah. kind of think, well, that's kind of me, really, that's, isn't it? That's me. Uh, very hard to not take it to heart. So you... There's a lot of tears, but the highs are really high. Yeah. And I suppose that's where the drama is with people in the industry. Uh, when you talk about people with drug addictions and, you know, all sorts of addictions or depression, it's because the highs are so high mm. that you're constantly trying to... to Match, match that, that in your life. So what was the highest point for you then, do you think? I've had some incredible highs. I mean, for me, Carols by Candlelight is um, an incredible thing that I do each year and I feel so blessed to be part of it. Uh, for me, I believe the Lord has put me there, most yeah. definitely. But things like singing for Roger Federer, that was a high because I just think he's awesome. <laughs> um, last year I sang with my, Michael Bolton. I toured with him and after yeah. 32 years of being in the industry, that was a high because I felt like, wow, this, this career is constantly changing. Uh, each show that I've done, singing at the grand final was amazing to have my my dad there who, you know, is an immigrant to Australia and I, here I am singing the national anthem. That was quite emotional and quite a high. So I've been very fortunate to have lots of highs. Mm. Uh, questions just come in from our text line from our live audience. Yes. Um, so when something that brings you joy is then now the way of making a living, mm. how do you keep the joy in it? I have to be honest, I don't consciously think, oh, wow, I have to be happy doing it. Mm. I just am happy doing it. Yeah, some people are happy when they're sewing or some people are happy when they're gardening. For me, I if I'm down and then I have to go to work and sing, even though the getting there sometimes is difficult, but once I'm there and I'm doing it, that brings me joy. It sort of mm. gets me out of my rut, if you like. Now, you mentioned the Carols by Candlelight. That's a particularly special show yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, it is a special show for you, doing yeah. Carols? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, when I first started, I didn't have a faith. Uh, I'm raised, I was raised as a Catholic and even though I believed in God, I, I sort of knew God in my head but wasn't part of my life, um, if I can say that. And so now when I do Carols, it's taken a whole different meaning and an importance that um, that I realise God has placed me there for mm. a reason. Because when, when we see you on carols mm. and you always seem to be singing from the heart. Yeah. Because that's that's a genuine experience for you then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm singing about my Lord. Yeah. It's not just a, a carol about, you know, a Christmas tree and with baubles. Uh, for me, it means so much more, uh, the, you know, the greatest gift that was ever given. Mm. So can you tell us a bit more about your story? You mentioned that you didn't have a faith. Yeah. So why is Jesus so important to you? Yeah, so I... As I said, I'm in a Catholic Italian family and we went through all our sacraments, um, went to church sometimes, not all the time. Did it mean much to you though when you were not going really. to, to church as a, as a no, kid? No, no, not really. It was a ritual. Right, you just you did know, it because that was something Yeah, to do. we did the prayers and stood up and sat down and knelt down and stood up, all that stuff that we do in church. I then went out into the world and started working and I had the opportunity of doing a show called Miss Saigon mm -hmm. and it was through Miss Saigon that a friend of mine played me um, a song 
Can I sing a little bit of yeah, that well, song? Okay. Uh, does, do we want to hear Sylvie's do a little bit of singing? Oh, just, uh, just sell it. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I haven't even warmed yeah, up. I, haven't I mean, here I am. So, I, uh, yeah, I, I haven't warmed up uh, either. So. But it goes like this. It goes. <laughs> For he's more wonderful than my mind can conceive. He's more wonderful than my heart can believe he goes beyond my highest hopes and fondest dreams so it was that song which is more than wonderful by sandy paddy she played me this song and i as i still do today i felt something and uh, it started this you know interest in what what it was that I was feeling who it was in that song that mm. she was singing about so uh, the Lord started working in my heart uh, and in my life but very patiently working <laughs> so at that point you sort of felt there was a connection to something yeah, yeah, bigger yeah. that was that was yeah, a profound yeah. and real experience for me it for was you. the music God right. got me through music. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, which is, is probably, so right. Which makes <laughs> yeah. sense, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's good. He knows <laughs> what he's doing. Um, so, yeah, it was through that that I then started just searching, I suppose. Um, what, what were you searching for? I just wanted to know the God in that song, who he was, because it certainly wasn't the God I was brought up with. Right. There was something that was different. attractive and different about this. Yeah, yeah. Mine was, was based on guilt and doing the right thing and... Yeah, and All what was that. this other? What was this God that you this were searching for? This seemed a for? God of love and connection, and I don't know. I, I can't even put it into words. It was just a feeling. Yeah, they say you shouldn't base your faith on feeling, but at the time, it was the feeling I got that made me want to know more. Yeah, and so you searched. I searched. And what and did you find? Well, I found that. Um, my journey has been a slow one. Mm -hmm. So I talk about my faith that God knocked on the door and I opened it and I was really excited to open that door. But I left the fly screen there for many, many years. Right. And I think that so, was... So you collected lots of flies. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like I needed to keep a barrier there between us. Uh, I don't know whether it was because I was a bit scared or I didn't know what to expect if I really let him into my life, whether I would have to speak differently or have different friends or do the job that I was doing. I was just scared. I think it was fear. So it took me a while to really break down that barrier that I had between us. And um, So how did that get broken down? I think through... Terrible things happening in mm. my life uh, made me want to get closer to him. I felt that comfort and that acceptance through him. Because sometimes terrible things push people away from God. Yeah. Why did it bring you towards him? Uh, I felt that I couldn't, I had no strength on my own. I felt that I needed him to help me because I couldn't do it. Mm. Even though I wanted, I tried for many years to do it on my own, but I realised that I couldn't. Mm. And he was faithful? Oh, so faithful. Hallelujah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome God. And that doesn't mean that bad things don't happen. I always say to people, just because I gave my life to God and we give our life to God doesn't mean that bad things aren't going to happen. Yeah. It just means that we know we're not on our own and there's joy in the suffering, isn't there? Mm, in a way, a hard thing to understand. But well, well, there is a question here from yeah. a text line from our live audience. It says, is, is the joy still there when things aren't going well? I think so, in that 
what I just said, that there's joy in the suffering. So you know that as you're going through a hard time, you know that he's carrying you through. Sometimes it's hard to reach out to him. Like just recently I've gone through a hard time of just self-worth. I struggle with self-image. Now I think it's part of the industry and not feeling like I'm skinny enough or pretty enough or maybe an age thing because I'm now 48 and um, I feel like I've become a little bit invisible as a woman. Um, So I, I struggle with that and it's been hard to reach out to God because even though I know he's there, I'm shameful that I'm even feeling that Mm. because I know better, but I can't help feeling how I feel. But that's been a process too, Mm. knowing that even when I'm feeling that, that he's there and he knows what I feel. I don't even have to utter the words. So he, knowing God in this particular time has made a difference to you then? Yeah, it's made it it's made things easier to deal with. So when the disappointments or the the pressures. Yeah, the the pressures are still there but somehow I know that he is in control of my life and that it's all going to be okay at the end because he is with me. Mm. Now, American broadcaster Germany Kent once said, Knowing God is like listening to beautiful music. His words have power. He lifts me up and soothes my soul. He makes me dance. He gives me joy. Yeah. Is that your experience of knowing God? Yeah, most definitely. Um, It's quite overwhelming how powerful he can be if we allow him to be that. Mm. So there's clearly joy in singing uh, and you get joy in singing. but. But is singing before large audiences, is that enough to sustain you? No, not on a day-to-day basis, no. No. Uh, sometimes it feels like that's what your purpose is. Yeah. Um, but I'm more than just a singer. Now, joy is mentioned 57 times in the book of Psalms in the Bible alone. Right. Yeah. So why do you think it's such a common theme in the Bible? I suppose it's the most... I mean, the Lord doesn't want us to follow him and be miserable about it, I (laughs) don't think. I think he wants us to be joyous about what he's given to us. I mean, the fact that he died for us so that we can be with him is a joyous thing. Mm. It's not a sad thing. It's not a terrible thing. It's an awesome, joyous thing that we can be with our Creator. And I think that is why joy is so important for me anyway. Yes, yeah. Well, there are times when joy and music are connected. So, Mm -hmm. for example, in Psalm 98, which is actually the inspiration for the hymn Joy to the World, the psalmist writes, Shout for joy to the Lord, everyone on earth, burst into joyful songs and make music. Mm. Blow the trumpets, give a blast to the ram's horn, (laughs) shout for joy to the Lord, he is the king. Now, I'm not sure if you've performed where the ram's horn has been played. No, I haven't. Very many times, perhaps there's another, another option there. <laughs> but why do you think the idea of God, joy and music are often intertwined and connected? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it's so... I think um, music is a direct connection to the spirit, to the soul, and I think that's why worship in church is so important. And I think sometimes churches don't give it the weight that they should right, yeah. um, because... Well, in my experience, that's the way the Lord found me. Yeah. yeah. And, well, I found the Lord, I should say. (laughs) But, you know, it prepares your heart to then hear the words of God when the speaker's talking to you. If the music is not affecting you, then 
you know, everything sort of closes off. Yeah. I really think... So there's a part of your human experience that's somehow sort of impoverished, perhaps. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's yeah. why they call it soul music and not sort of larynx music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The great composer Ludwig van Beethoven once said, music is one incorporeal entrance into the higher world of knowledge which comprehends mankind, but which mankind cannot comprehend. So mm. is this something you experience when you sing that points to something greater? Yeah. I feel like when I sing, the Lord does some, something to my voice that connects people in a deeper level. So if I'm singing just an ordinary song, it's not as connected as when I'm singing about God. It, it connects to something deep inside people. Mm. And, and I think that's the gift the Lord has given me. Mm. So perhaps, like, say, Joy to the World, which yeah. is one of the favourite Christmas carols, etc. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you feel when you sing that at Christmas time? Yeah, it's not one I've ever done, to be honest. Oh, really? No. You've um, never, done, never done that at carols? Never done uh, Joy to the World. I've done Song of Joy. Yes. But never done Joy to the World. But any, any godly song that I might sing, because I do quite a lot of uh, ministry work as well, I feel something happens to me that allows my voice to connect to people on mm. a deeper level. Mm, mm. So do you enjoy singing then at Christmas time? Yeah. I have to be honest and say by the end of the Christmas season, all the carols sound the same to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> Christmas is said the season of joy, but, but you're quite a, joyful when it's done. It's a <laughs> so. busy, busy season. So once, you know, an intro of a song will start and I'll think, is that Oh, come all you faithful, or is that uh, <laughs> Hark the Herald or Angels We've Heard on High? Um, there's a lot of Christmas carols. Right, so, yes, 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 I'm happy to get to the end of Christmas. <laughs> right, but it's still a joyful period. A joyful period. Yes, yeah. yeah. In another one of these songs of the heart, in Psalm 126, verse yeah. 4, the psalmist writes, The Lord has done great things for us, mm. and we are filled with joy. Now, this was the experience of the Israelites, the people of God, in this particular psalm. Mm-hmm. God's done great things for them by bringing them back f- to the land from exile and captivity. So Sylvie, to what extent then can you sing for joy because of the great things the Lord has done for you? Oh gosh, where do I start? The Lord has done incredible things for me um, from a career point of view to a personal point of view. Um, I'm blessed with a, a family, a husband of 20 years, two beautiful children and even in those challenges um, which there are in marriage and with teenage children (laughs) I wish I knew um, but even in those the joy that we receive from that is just overwhelming Um, and then on top of that I'm incredibly blessed to have the career that I have I get to do so many different things and meet different people and and now he's using my voice to to bring glory to his name Mm. there's another joy um, that comes from that comes in that yeah yeah Yeah. and the psalmist also writes in this particular psalm in the context of suffering Mm. uh, because the 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 Israelites have suffered and have been in exile and it says in verse 5 those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Now, you've mentioned a little bit already about your struggles with being joyful amidst suffering, but yeah. is, that, is that possible to be joyful amidst suffering? 
I think so. I think it's challenging. Yeah. It's definitely challenging when we we go through hard times in life, whether it's illness or uh, families or whatever it might be, work-related or financial uh, struggles. It's hard in that moment to be joyous. But if we can look at it that the Lord carries us through those struggles then they don't overtake you. You know, mm. that black hole won't swallow you up, which sometimes it threatens to. And that's been your experience. That's that my he's experience. Carried he's carried through. me through. And even though I've cried, you know, hurtful tears or have struggled, I know that above all of that, he's, he's reigning over it. Mm. Yeah. Another question is coming from our text line from our live audience. Yeah. Um, can I ask how God has helped you with your image issues? P.S. You're gorgeous. <sighs> so. I just, oh gosh. I wish he'd help me more. <laughs> um, I, I try and remember that he sees me as beautiful. But I, I do struggle. Um, and it's part of the industry, I suppose, isn't it? Is it's so much based on what we look like. And, you know, when I put my ha hand up and I said I want to be a singer, I never professed that I was a model. And for some reason, those two seem to go together. You mm. say you're a singer, well, that means you've got to be beautiful and skinny. And, and so uh, years of that being spoken over my life it's hard to shift that it's hard to get that out of my mind so I try and always remember that he sees me as beautiful help me Lord to see me the way you see me mm. and that makes a difference that's to my you? prayer if I'm honest sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't it's just hard it's, it's hard. just hard yeah now, a number of people don't think that you can get joy from the Christian message. It's a list of sort of outdated uh, rules and rituals, etc., which constrain you. Really? How do you how do you react to that? I think they're not hearing it right. <laughs> okay. I, and and isn't it the case that so your your heart has to be open to receiving it the way God intended us to hear it? And if we're closed off and we have an angry heart, then we're going to find all the faults. That we want. Mm. We are just about finished around, around out of time but if I could just perhaps just if it's okay would you mind singing the first line of Joy to the World for us? Sure. Would that be okay? Sure. Do Without I know the words? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I, could, I could help. I could, maybe we could do a duet. We could. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone laughing? <laughs> Joy to the world the Lord is come let earth receive her king let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature sing and heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven and nature sing thank you so much sylvie my pleasure so And you may well have just answered the final question with that. So, Sylvie, where can I find joy? In Jesus. That's where you find it. And the joy that surpasses all understanding is in Jesus. Well, let me leave you with some of the Bible's answer to the big question, where can I find joy from Psalm 126, verse 4. The Lord has done great things for us. 
and we are filled with joy. I look forward to you joining us next time for Bigger Questions. Please thank our guest today, Sylvie Palladino. Thank you. Hi everyone, Rob Martin here, host of Bigger Questions. Just wanted to wish you a happy Christmas and thanks for listening to Bigger Questions throughout 2020. Now we've grown a lot this year and we're really excited to be nominated for an award at the Christian Media Arts Australia Excellence in Media Awards for Compelling Content Audio Specialty Programming. It's our second nomination in two years, so it's really nice that people like this show and we're very excited to be nominated for that. The award ceremony will be early next year. Now, 2020 has been a challenging year for many, but at the same time, more people than ever before are exploring the bigger questions. This show is now being played on eight radio stations around Australia, and we had nearly 30,000 podcast downloads this year. So thanks for listening, and thanks for helping make bigger questions even bigger. Now, Bigger Questions is funded by donations from those who love the show. And if you've benefited or enjoyed exploring the bigger questions of life with us, then maybe you'd like to consider a special contribution to Bigger Questions this Christmas. This will help us spend more time creating shows and interviewing great guests rather than raising financial support to keep us funded. So if you'd like to consider perhaps a a special Christmas bonus for Bigger Questions, then please click the link in the show notes below and make the purpose Bigger Questions. Or perhaps if you'd like to invest in bigger thinking in an ongoing way, then please consider supporting us on Patreon. For as little as US $1 a podcast, you can help create better dialogue around the bigger questions of life. Go to patreon.com slash biggerquestions for all the details, and that link is also in the show notes below. Now, we're really excited to have had Tom and Crystal jump on board in recent weeks as Patreon supporters, so thanks very much for your support, guys. It's really appreciated. Finally, ensure that you like Bigger Questions on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please share this show with someone you think might benefit from it, and let's get more people exploring the big questions of life. It's been a, it's been a challenging, but a, really a terrific year for asking big questions, and I look forward to you joining you next week as we start sharing some of the best of Bigger Questions shows over summer. So Merry Christmas to you and your family, wherever you are, and remember to keep asking the bigger questions.